Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Three billionaire playboys. One, but also sometimes two lowly entrepreneurs. One chance to hit the big bucks. If you've seen Dragon's Den or Shark Tank, this is the same as those, but not similar enough to constitute any sort of legal action. This is Rat's Nest. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rat's Nest. Uh, it's the only podcast hosted by three multi-billionaire playboys. It's a show where lowly entrepreneurs pitch their business and product ideas in exchange for our big money and cash dollar bills. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Billionaire's Halloween this week. <laughs> I, of course, am doing the Billionaire Halloween laugh, as you are to do on Billionaire's Halloween. I am Sherman Michael Shunkett. These are my two biggest, scariest, creepiest, crawliest billion-dollar bad boys. I'm talking about Jeremiah St. Baby. Jeremiah St. Baby, baby. The thing goes skiat. Well, Jeremiah wow. is, he loves Halloween. He does. Yeah. I'm, Je- I'm Big Shaq. And if I'm there's the anyone who Big Shack. yes, yes, and if there's anyone who loves billionaires Halloween almost as much as Jeremiah St. Baby, it's a gonna be a Hank Ann. Late that night, what's that sound? Are there a couple billionaires around? We go out, ask for things, take your food and candy, billionaires. Halloween. Woo, yo, skinny yes, pop, pop. yes, indeed. It is the creepiest, crawliest of occasions here in the nest today. It's Billionaire's Halloween. How are you doing, my friends, on this spookiest, scariest of days? So happy. So excited. Yeah. Ecstatic. You could say ecstatic. It's, you know, I feel like a lot of our listeners might not know what Billionaire's Halloween is. I sang... A partially improvised theme song, <laughs> trying to outline some of the rules. I got kind of lost. As is the tradition, though. Yes. That's, and that is the key to Billionaire's Halloween, is it's not strict. There are no rules, but that's a huge rule. Oh, that's yes. a huge rule that we got to yeah. follow. That's one of the bigger ones. It's right. You so know, we, don't, we don't have a set night. Nope. You know, um, it's kind of, it's on the whims of billionaires. Right. As it, you know... It, a billionaire might say, you know, they're all hanging out one night in the summer, chatting over a Zoom call, and one of them might decide that next week is Billionaire's Halloween. Yeah. And part of the deal is the rest of you are supposed to act as though you'd planned it that way. That's right. And, and so here we are today, and Billionaire's let's, Halloween. Let's be honest about what the biggest part of the deal is. Anyone who's not a billionaire 
We really spring it on them. Let me reassure everybody no. that at the beginning of the quarter, I don't at the beginning of the quarter, which is how it works, which is how we I choose to like see it to on even this side of the Mason-Dixon, we say if it's at the beginning of the quarter, you had over a billion dollars, yeah, you can see yourself through to a really happy and spooky billionaire's Halloween. Just let That's us true. pretend for one episode that you're <sighs> a billionaire like us and not some sniveling little multi-multi-mini-millionaire who can't stop reminding us of how close he is. It plagues me, it haunts me, but you know what? This makes it a spook and even spookier billionaire's Halloween party because my billions, I need my billions. I'm trying to get them back. might be your last one. Yes, I don't know what your plans specifically are for this most frightful of nights, Jeremiah, but I'd hope that you're going out to get that cash back. Exactly, I'll be turning his tricks and treats. I'll be, as you know, if you don't have a billion on a billionaire's Halloween, you got to go out there and you got to turn a couple tricks. Yeah. No, we know get- we know what turning tricks is. That's sort of common yeah. parlance. Why don't you explain what turning treats is? <laughs> for all yeah, our, listeners. our listeners are, are probably not going to know that. You know, you offer like, you know, a good deed. Hey, hey you want to pay me to do something? You want to pay me to put a banana in that guy's tailpipe? That guy that drives the... Yeah, you know, a good there. deed. A good yeah. deed. Yeah, a prank or a good deed, you know? You ask somebody, hey, what's the... Every man has his price. And then, of course, turning tricks, we understand. Sort of BJ, HJ. Yes. HJ, Any H-B-J. kind of J. Probably any Whatever J. little money you got. I don't even yeah. need... Doesn't even Full need body to be money. J. Yeah. You know, her on Everything top, but... him on top, you on top, no one on top. Just two of you <laughs> looking that up at nothing. <laughs> Let me say this about Billionaire's Halloween. We've all had our internal discussions about, did the Purge films rip off Billionaire's Halloween? Yeah. And the answer is yes. There is a certain degree of lawlessness to Billionaire's Halloween. It does usually last from sunup to sundown or sundown to sunup. And regular people catch the brunt of Billionaire's yeah. Halloween. We do a little B&E. We do a little BNL. We had them. Uh, I mean, they, they've been the musical guest. <laughs> yeah. God, I'd say more than any other band uh, in Billionaire Halloween history. We did a B&E BNL where we broke into some sort of regular Joe's houses and forced them to watch an entire Bare Naked Ladies concert. <laughs> and the last time we did it was a B&E BNL B&B because we did it all at my second house, which I use as a... As a B&B. Oh, you, you know, were, I think that was one of the years that we did the BTO B&E. We did the BTO B&E BMT at Subway. That was all sponsored by BET. That's right. Yeah. That was that became an issue because b- yeah, briefly, yeah. Burton Cummings was the face of BET. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it didn't fit. <laughs> this, is the pro- this is my problem with marketers and these guys in sales and marketing is they tell you they want creativity. They tell you they want, they want something fresh and new. They, tell, they say, give me something we haven't seen before. We give them Burton Cummings. All of a sudden, it's a big old issue. You know, who's this guy? We got to get him out of here. He's just right. telling long, <laughs> long stories too long. at the piano. He's drunk. He's forcing everyone else to get drunk. He's crying. He drove here from Winnipeg. Yeah, he keeps talking about things he's allowed to do in Winnipeg. Oh, he's the crown prince of Winnipeg. They'd let him do this. Describing the differences between a Toronto subway and a Winnipeg subway. Oh, I didn't know they had the subway out there. No, I'm talking about the subway restaurant. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, the franchise. Yes, of course. Of course. But there is a Winnipeg right. underground train. It just goes straight down. To hell! <laughs> to hell. <laughs> to hell, baby. What are you guys doing to celebrate? Well, today's the day. A lot of people are lucky we're just sitting here recording this episode and not committing hardcore, penalty-free billionaire crimes. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm taking it relatively easy this, this season, uh, this year. Um, 
as mentioned last week, I uh, was talking about how I've been taking care of my father, who's been, uh, he's kind of suffering these days because he went through elective surgery to become the first half man, half car. Uh, you know, he's been having significant health issues since then. And, you know, between you and I, my thought is that these issues have stemmed directly from that surgery. We all agreed with you pretty readily. I'm right? pushing for legal action against the surgeons because I think that what he's been going through lately, you know, he's got the oil leakages, uh, you know, he's got scarring that has not healed. It's mostly blackened. It's kind of darkened and blackened. It's uh, sp- almost spreading up. He's in tears, uh, you know, pretty much 24-7, and the wipers are not functional at all. That's, uh, that seems like a big, yeah, that's a that's a big issue. Grand yeah. So I'm thinking all of this is be because of that surgery that he had to become half man, half car is what Sherman. I'm thinking. Well, yep. while you're looking after the legal stuff, I mean, you got to find a body shop. I'm telling you. Last week, you got, I brought all this up, and you guys thought, hey, why don't you pass them down to your son? My son ha- is having his big sweet First 16. car. His first car, you know. And, all, you know we're, and we're hitting two birds with one stone here. We're getting my son his first car for his sweet 16. And you we're giving him some quality time, yeah. some grandfather son time. <laughs> and what more, you know, you can't ask for much more i'm hoping that he can appreciate it for what it is now because years down the line he's gonna regret not having that time with his old poppy so um my plan i'm gonna bring him down to uh to my wife's house where my son's been staying and uh you know we're gonna pull him up i'm gonna hide him in the garage i'm gonna do the garage up in billionaire halloween style we're gonna hide grandpa in there uh, almost do like a scary thing. I'm going to shut the lights off. My son's, I'm going to be like, hey, come on to the garage. I got to show you something. He's going to open the door and the lights are going to be all up. There's going to be smoke and stuff. It's just going to be all dark and maybe a green light, a green and a red light or something like that. Just scary. Yeah, get it all scary. colors of Christmas. Yeah. yeah and then I'm going to shut the door on him and, I'm, and then I'm going to slap my dad's ass so that he, gonna, gonna, <laughs> he revs up and the lights come on. His headlights will come on and he'll really scare the crap out of uh out of my son and it's oh it's gonna be great that's my big trick this year that's my big uh really good imagery that you slap the back of a car and it makes it go that's fun (laughs) slap it like an ass that's That's really fun imagery slap it like an ass that should be a rap song (laughs) anyhow that's my that's my big plans for tonight and i'm stoked that sounds great and then you know your son 16 years old can go and take that first drive maybe with his girlfriend go out to the bluffs (laughs) Look out over the city, you know, put his arm around her and then, you know, hope that grandpa stays quiet. <laughs> well, he's a, he's a, you know, he, he's a good dad. He's a good guy. He's pretty chill. Is and, he sex positive? We'll find out. That's a big billionaire's Halloween. I mean, I don't have anything big like that planned. I'm just going to sort of put a couple nails through my baseball bat and knock on some doors and start swinging. <laughs> Let me say this right now, Sherman. I got an itch to hear a pitch. I want to introduce our entrepreneur of the week. Please welcome Pierre Hotz. Hello. Hi. Pleasure to meet you, Rat's Nest investors, or should I say, Rat Vesters? <laughs> oh, for <laughs> one toe in the nest. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Coming out strong. I uh, took a Toastmasters class before this. So <laughs> I start with humor. I took one of those once, but it was the wrong. Kind? What kind of toast? It was a master class. I learned how yes. to heat bread to perfection. You are pretty good at it. It was run by a really sort of neurotic man. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> it was Woody Allen. And he just I, sort knew of, it. Oh, I knew it. He sort of stammered through the difference between bread and toast. And 
Okay. I think he was new to the subject and he thought we were. So he sort of talked about like what burning smells like and how you can feel when when bread's floppy, that's not toast. If it's yeah, firm, it's, it's toast. Bread. I'll concede you got better at it. It's crazy. Even to taste, you know, I like mine darker than Sherman's. That's true. I did I did learn how to toast to taste a bit yeah. better. I I, fig- I could sort of figure out what people like. That it's true. I ripped on the <laughs> class for the first week, but then by the end of the third week, I really knew yeah. how to do it. So I'm I sorry. I love to toast. I love toast. The wetter the better. Please, Pierre, continue. Oh, oh, Pierre. Sorry. Pierre, my, my mistake, sorry. Respect the tea, please. It's really an honor to be here today, um, both as a, a fan of the rat's nest and someone who's had rats uh, impact their lives in some uh, significant ways in my past. I have a hard upbringing, but it shaped the man who I am today, and I guess I'll get to my pitch. Um, <clears throat> uh, my dad is a professional toast maker, and you know, so growing up, he... Worked for free, uh, basically just, you know, giving best man speeches at weddings for grooms who didn't have um, friends, pretty much. And, you know, we, he'd bring home champagne flutes uh, for dinner. Growing up, not being able to eat much and only surviving on champagne flutes. A lot of nights, you know, the only thing we'd eat was TV dinner, which is when me and my family would all just watch TV for dinner. And the Food <laughs> Channel mostly. But luckily, I have a mild case of synesthesia. You know, so it actually was quite a pleasurable experience for me getting to watch food being made because I could taste what I see. Wow. And um, mm. you guys look delicious. Wow. Okay. We'll get okay. you everywhere. And what yeah. flavors do we yeah. taste like? I'm curious. Uh, barbecue, uh, Sherman. Uh, oh, I'm, right. Yeah, yeah I'm getting yeah. a, a big, bold barbecue flavor from you. Okay. Jeremiah? Rosemary, very nice, mm. wafting in the air. Elegant. I mean, Elegant, but it goes savory, and it can go sweet. Yeah, and Hank, I think you smell like shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, shit. I'm, that's why I haven't been making eye contact. Um, you know what? I choose to take that as a compliment. Hank's the kind of guy who's got a sign above his toilet that says, Bless this mess. <laughs> and he's yeah. also the kind of guy true. who simply doesn't flush. It's a power move. And I also take... I take the bless this mess sign much yeah. more seriously than most. Like I have dragged priests in off the street. I said, bless it. I, I thought maybe, you know, it was just always a mess and people would just, oh, bless I it. mean, I want this mess blessed. All right, Pierre, so you're you're uh, you're a, a, a bumbling Toastmaster. Bumbling, wow. Uh, yes. <clears throat> well, I would like to uh, 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 share my view of synesthesia with the world. My pitch today is called Pay Per Chew. All right. Okay. Yes. It's Netflix meets Uber Eats. Every time you you are, are you you pay for a programming, that's paired with a meal that comes to you free of charge. Wow. Okay. Wow. I like yes. this. I'm a man who eats. I'm wow. a man who loves to watch uh, quality programming online. So this is uh, this is speaking to me and and two different levels at least. Absolutely. I uh, yes. I mean and that's the idea and I'm thinking we can have a variety of programming, you know, like maybe one channel uh, is just like the POV of a spoon being fed to you as airplane <laughs> noises are, are being made, okay. you know, to, to bring you back to your childhood, remind you of your youth. You know, chicken fights and you know, the winning chicken gets served or the loser ch- ain't either chicken. I like that you're calling them chicken fights and not cock <laughs> yeah. fights because we as a society have grown and we know now Hens can yeah. fight too. Absolutely, <laughs> they're vicious too. Okay, so this is like a 
how how is this packaged? I guess it's a it's a streaming platform. Is that what this is? This you're kind of pitching like original content that people can can kind of watch and 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 eat at the same time. Well, I'm thinking I make the whole thing kind of. I okay. uh, you know I just get a webcam and it's on the internet. I make the food and I send it to the people. Um, I, I really want it to be grassroots. Like it's important to be authentic. I think in business that right. you know you're doing yeah. business with a real person. I'm there on the other end. You know, t- making the shit. I gotta tell you, I love this idea. Don't, I, don't mean I'm in all the way, <laughs> okay, but I okay. love the I'm idea. The, the idea that I'm streaming something that's coming out uh, either weekly or all at once. I'm binging, you know, or whatever, and you are sending me a meal that complements that pairs with the thing. I love that idea, but is it scalable? Because it's just you. I think it's scalable. I believe. I, as as a Toastmaker, I have many uh, uh, experience around food and toast at weddings and seeing how, you know, they cater. And it, it really looks like it's just two dudes in suit who do it all when you cater a wedding. Like, I think I can prepare oodles of food in an instance. So you haven't tried. You just think this would work. It's a... It's a brilliant idea i'm not denying the idea is a lot of fun it does sound to me like you get might get stretched a bit thin if you're creating both the food and the audio visual yeah is it going out live all at once or are you doing any pre-tapes i refuse to pre-tape all right (laughs) it's pay-per-view you it's all about the spectacle it's an event think game of thrones you want everybody watching at the same time experience the moment of seeing me in the kitchen Assembly, but Game of Thrones is pre-taped. Oh wait, this is okay. Shot and edited. (laughs) So the show is just the show is just you you (laughs) struggling to prepare these meals. Well, I don't think I would struggle. That's more of a character judgment that you're making. In his defense, you know, we haven't talked about uh, you know how long it's gonna, how long someone can expect until they receive their meal. Maybe you know. Get how if I ordered today and you were in the middle of uh, cooking somebody else's meal and I'm watching and I'm going wow I kind of would like a meal from this guy I'm enjoying this programming and I place my order how long should I expect to have to wait uh, for you to get around to me on a, on an average day you know when you see this thing uh, kind of taking off yeah how long does it take you uh, uh twenty five minutes <laughs> okay I have a hard time that's not <laughs> believing. <laughs> That that would be the case. I can. There's, there's I can, no I, way. I, I I can I can do a 12 minute mile easy. What's would you? Are you like two miles from me? I mean that's 25 I mean, minutes. You're, you're running <laughs> it over too. Well, running it. Yeah. You're well, delivering I, I, it. It's grassroots. What about that? You do you not understand? I do it all. I feel like your understanding of grassroots is more limited yeah, than it needs yeah. to be. You can have a grassroots. Collective? No. Nope. Okay. Right. Okay, so you're like purist grassroots. Like yeah. only one guy knows about this thing and one guy works there. One blade what? of yeah. grassroot <laughs> with a hard T like my name. Root. Oh, okay. wow. It all comes back. Okay, I see. I see. Pure, I love the idea. I absolutely love it. The idea, and for real, too, I do think it's fun to sit down and put on Loki and be like, I feel like pasta because that gives me a pasta feel. And it shows up somehow. Yeah, I okay. That. I don't know if I can do pasta. Uh, okay. Okay, so, so there are yeah, more yeah. Well, I, uh, Just whatever I can cook, What's really. What's your cuisine? But... What can you do? Just na- yeah, rattle can, off a couple maybe, of dishes. Yeah, kind of show us the menu, sort of. You know. Let's, okay, you I was got? thinking uh, goldfish crackers, and, and you... I'd maybe I'd throw that on a pita <laughs> under a slice of 
craft okay. cheese, warm that up. That's and a that pizza. Dish, and that okay. dish, what are we watching? Wait, you're watching me assemble it, if I'm... If I recall correctly, yeah. I'm, see, that's I'm what I. Event. That's what my understanding oh, is that sorry. there's no, there's no I'm watching, watching of other shows. I'm watching. I'm having a good yeah, time. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, so Loki's playing on the video. Pierre is watching Loki, maybe, and you're watching Pierre make yeah this uh, goldfish. So maybe pizza. in the background of the video, they could see Loki, but they're probably hearing you, you know, banging around the kitchen, yeah. Yeah. muttering to yourself. The Loki thing is like, maybe it's not even clanging. happening. There might, yeah, well, yeah, there might be some rules with like copyright. I don't know if I could yeah. film the Loki screen, but okay. yeah, I'll be I'm there. Just, I just think that your business needs yeah. that extra thing. And it's gotta be you if we want to eat and join the service. Oh, it's I mean, gotta you, be you. Is anyone else offering? It's it's me. That's I'm, true. I'm the he guy. Is the I don't want to. Yeah. I like credit. All right. I don't want to. I don't want to have some chef. You know, <laughs> cook you up a fan. I. It's my idea. Do you have a liquor license? You know, people are people love to drink, and these days, people you can in Toronto anyways. You can go pick up a beer at a local brewery and and walk out with it. Uh, what 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 are your feelings on that? Well, I have a big tub full of grapes. I kind of step on. While I'm okay. working the kitchen, All it, right. I, so I make wine. my own wine. You're making yeah. wine. Yeah. Okay. Thank God you said you're making wine. Pierre, my question is, what is your tr- culinary training? Because you seem to care about grassroots and farm to table. And, uh, uh, you know, you're making your own wine. I would like to take issue with the term farm to <laughs> yeah. table here. Because to me, it sounds like it sounds like cracker aisle of the grocery store to Pierre's. To table. I'm just saying you're a bizarre. That's a bizarre menu. You're making your own wine, but you're also going to the grocery store. You know what? I'm I'm starting to re- resent pitching this idea to you guys. To be very honest, you know I I could go oh, somewhere else. Easy. No, no, you can't. I promise you. Can't. <laughs> I got called. This is. It's amazing we even let you on here, Pierre. This is. Listen, we all love you. You got a fun idea here. You're weirdly stubborn <laughs> about being the only guy involved. And I got to tell you, it's not going to work. There's not enough. You are just discovering that you might have IP copyright issues with playing a Disney Marvel movie. <laughs> you halfway through the pitch pivoted from you're going to get to watch Loki to you're going to watch <laughs> me make food while Loki maybe plays. Okay, fear. I hear you. I hear you. What if I were to offer a counter offer, compromise, you can make some toast. You can all you'll be in the kitchen as well making toast since you're an expert. This is bad. And I'll I'll cover the rest of the food. Okay, so the offer now is uh is Pierre would li- would like to extend a hand and and have Hank come into the kitchen and start making toast for the business. Hank, how do you feel about this? You got yourself a deal. Here's my offer. Here's my offer. You know what, Pierre? I love, again, I love this idea. For, and for real, I think that what I'd like to do for you is buy the company from you outright, have you as kind of a, a you know, a delivery guy. Because if you could do a 12-minute mile, I don't mind having you on staff as one of the Uber Eats delivery career pe- persons. Uh, I'm loving this deal. I mean, uh, I, and Jeremiah, I'd love to go in business with you. This is fantastic. My one question, if as an Uber guy, do I get a car or am I expected to complete all of my deliveries on foot? You're the one who insisted <laughs> on the, your 12-minute mile. Yeah, but I mean, if I'm doing Uber, if I'm doing uh, multiple locations, I you know, I was only expecting ever to, 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 to do one delivery per episode. Okay, that changes things. That does change things. Yeah, this is what Jeremiah meant by scalability. I feel like if your business plan is (laughs) one customer per night watching you. First, 
I also want to add this. If they're watching you prepare, if the content is them watching you prepare yeah. the food, they're not eating the food while it's in the Unless they replay the episode. Right. There's a lot of variables here. They're not going to get that food. You're saying a 12-minute mile. <laughs> so if they're a mile from you, they're going to get the food 12 minutes after the episode if you run full speed <laughs> while carrying the and food. And then there's dead air. We didn't talk <laughs> about that. There's dead yeah, air what about while you're dead gone? air while you're, tra- while you're in transit? Well, I'll, I, I'm imagining I'll have a GoPro on me and people can see me as I, I'm making my sprint. I mean, that's... That's athleticism. That's the Olympics right there. I can't right. fault them. I mean, that is exciting to see that. I would do it for one night. I would watch a man rake himself over the coals <laughs> trying to provide me with a meager yeah. meal. I mean, that might even just be fun as a as, as a as a pitchable program in itself. Just a show where it's uh, this guy gets an order from from somebody, maybe who's just a little further out than a mile from where he's located. <laughs> he's got to, in twenty three minutes. He's got to cook a meal. He's got to set up his streaming equipment, stream himself cooking a meal, and get that thing to the front door of that person's house before the end of the episode. I'd watch that. Yeah, I'd watch that too. I got a tagline for you. Um, something along the lines of, uh, oh, you think you got a lot on your plate. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pierre, I think you've got a hell of an offer on the table here. It's the only one that you're going to get today, I think. Uh, well, it's been a pleasure, uh, and I wish you all the best, rats. We just want to give a little shout-out to our good friend, E.T., who's going to be probably swinging by tonight. Can't wait. I cannot wait. I love that little bastard. He's cool. He's a cool He's guy. Cool. Touches his finger to your finger. What else does E.T. do, you know? I... <laughs> he runs from the feds. <laughs> touches his finger to your finger. I was going to ask, do you guys ever get a boner when he touches his finger to your finger? Whatever happens between any of us individually and E.T., I think that's like a... Private sort of don't kiss and tell sort of thing. That's you and Et. No doubt. Confidentiality. But like, if you if it if that happened to you, would you? Would that be pretty cool? Yeah, I think you could spin it as cool. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. It's an alien, yeah, because it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Hypothetical. We like to talk about uh, talking hypotheticals here in the nest. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys think Et is cute? If we're, if we're talking about E.T., I mean, uh, I remember one time he went to poke my finger, poke finger to finger. Loves it. And I went to poke. I was sort of sitting down. And he he was sort of waddling over to me. He po- raised his finger, and I poked it, and he just kind of like, he, he pretend, he, I don't I'm not, I don't want to say he pretend, but he sort of slipped off my finger and boop, just dropped it in my mouth a little, his finger. <laughs> just a little, like, a couple knuckles. Boop, boop. And I went, whoa, whoa. And he went, whoops. And, that, and then his big eyes were sort of f- feeling me, so I see how I felt about that. I think, I think and, uh, we need to take a break. I think he's a class so. act. He's a class act that he, he tried to make sure everything is copacetic. He, he was, you know, he took a chance and then he tried to see. His eyes searched my face for, for a reaction, positive or negative. And I, I remember, I don't know what he saw exactly, but I do remember he went like this. No problem. He kind of backed away and he was like, 
No problem. Mm-hmm. He's a class act. He's a class act. Yeah. Sherman, should we tell them what's happening next week? Get this, listeners. If you're in the Toronto area, the GTNA, come on down to Comedy Bar, August 8th, Sunday, 8 p.m. The Rats are back. We are back in business live at Comedy Bar on Bloor Street every Sunday following that until the end of September and maybe beyond. Who knows? I want to thank Emperor Palpatine. I want to thank Jeremiah St. Baby. Ah, yes! Feeling there's Halloween, baby. papa. I want to thank Hank S. Keep your doors locked. Here I come. I want to thank <laughs> Stefan, our producer. I'd like to thank Tim Blair. You can watch his friggin' TV show, Tall Boys, on CBC. Please listen again next week. I've been Sherman Michael Shunk. I love you to bits. God bless us. Happy Billionaires Halloween. <laughs> thank you. I've been Sherman Michael Shunk. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>